Shumai Kroiso, hello and welcome back to the Bluebird's Nest, Neath Aradai Glacian, which I'm delighted to let you know is now sponsored by Dragon Bet, one of Wales' newest betting companies. Uh, and having spoken to the directors at the company, it's exciting times for the JD Cymru Leagues in particular. For those of you following along uh, across, across Wales' Premier Division, they're, they're delighted to be launching soon real access for supporters to get a better uh, opportunity when it comes to the betting market uh, in the JD Cymru Leagues. Obviously, uh, as a club, we'd just like to say, please gamble away, please bet responsibly. So, episode two, as you can see on screen, delighted to welcome the skipper, Captain Marvel himself, Dylan Reese, to the to the episode. Dylan, welcome and thank you for joining us. Cheers, mate. Yeah, no problem. So, a um, couple of questions for you, and then we're going to go through the quick fire like we did on episode one. Um, so, firstly, I'm going to go back many, many years to where it all began, I suppose, and ask you about your journey. Quite uh, an exciting CV you've got, I suppose, of uh, of the various clubs. So, take us back to the start. Where did it all begin for you? Um, it all began in, in Tembe. You know, I grew up um, in Tembe, born and bred, so... I joined Tenby Football Club when I was about six or seven, probably. Um, and, you know, played my football there, training once or twice a week and then playing with school and whatnot. Um, progressed really quickly. But I had a really good, like, cohort of friends growing up, like, football-wise. And obviously, they're good mates as well. Um, but, yeah, we, we had a good we had a good uh, squad going. So, um, we'd go away together and play teams and we'd be the, the driving force growing up. We beat in teams like twenty nil, and uh, a lot, a lot of the boys that I play with have gone on and played like a good, a good level. So, yeah, I played at ten till I was about ten or eleven. <clears throat> then I went up to uh, Cardiff Development Centre, where it was like the start, the start phase of my like, football career. Really, Dave Rice and I think at Kamada now. He was my main, my main coach there at the time. And he uh, developed me really well. Obviously, I then graduated the development centre. I went into the academy, um, and that was that was obviously really really good experience. But it was tough coming from Tenby because obviously we were travelling yeah. uh, back and forth three four times a week from Tenby. So big shout out to mum and dad for that one. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, they um, they stuck at it. They helped me to get to where I am today. So I obviously graduated the academy then at sixteen. Um, I moved away. Um, up to Cardiff into Diggs in Fairwater, where I started my scholarship. Um, and yeah, that was that was a great two years. Really, really tough two years, living on my own and you know having to find my way to training. For example, started to take on some bills of my own. You know, at sixteen, that's it's quite difficult. So yeah. I suppose I had to find my feet fairly quickly. Um, but no, I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, it's, it's definitely character building. That's something that Cardiff definitely gave me. Um, and then, yeah, I had a nasty injury on my end of my, no, start of my second year scholar. Uh, I hit my knee. I did my LCL ligament on my left knee. Um, so I was out for the first, I'd say four or five months of my second year, uh, scholarship. So then I'm starting to think about university. Cause I was always thinking, you know, if I didn't, didn't become a footballer, I was always going to be a PE teacher. Mm. Um, so I started to think about university then. Um, but lo and behold, I came back flying, ended up getting a professional contract early. Um, and then they had a great two years at Cardiff in the, in the professional de development phase, if you call it that, or the end of 23s or 21s. Um, I had five or six managers during that time though, so it was really difficult. So you'd impress one or 
where you wouldn't press one and then he'd be out the door and then you'd press another one and he'd be out the door. So it was, it was a very tough period at Cardiff for me personally. It was, there was lots of transition going on, obviously with the new owners and, and the, the, yeah, like the transitions that were happening in the club. Um, and then I ended up getting released in, uh, when was it? January, 2017, uh, just Neil Warnock came in, wasn't part of the first team plans, fair enough. My contract was running out. I was one of three at the time. And then the end of the season, I think 14 or 15 of my teammates left as well. So um, there was a big, a big clear out of, of what was there. And it was like a new, a new start, but credit to the boys that were younger than me, because they've, they've come through and they've, they, they broke through, which is fantastic. You know, unfortunately it wasn't myself, but I'm really happy with what I'm doing now. And like, I still stay in contact with the boys that have made it. People like Mark Harris, I spoke to the other day and he donated a shirt for a local charity um that i'm auctioning off later this this month so we're all in still in good contact and we will speak to each other uh, now and again but um yeah i left left cardiff came home signed for aberystwyth for about seven games i think uh wolvesy helped me um to go up there and then i had a random random call um to go to sweden some some agent rang me and said do you want to go and play in sweden i've done all the legwork I was like, go on then. I said, I didn't have anything, anything else on. It was towards the end of the season at Bristol. Yeah, as you do. Yeah. So I, I think I spoke to him on the Monday and I was in Stockholm on the Wednesday. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a mad, a mad few days. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a great, great standard out there. It was just so cold. I oh, think yeah. I was in um, the middle of Sweden, Karlstad, beautiful little, little city. Um, and I made some great friends out there. I think a few are coming to the wedding um, next year, my wedding next year. So that'll be great to see them again because obviously I haven't seen them since. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a great time out in Sweden, learned a lot, character building again. Um, I was out there for about um, uh, two months, I think. Came back and that's when I that's when I joined Cardiff Met then in university. And now obviously I had a great time there. Yeah. Um, four years in the end it was. Um, some great, some great experiences with, with my teammates and obviously as a student. Um, playing for Wales, playing in Europe, you know, playing the top six, playing in finals, winning cups. So, you know, it was all, it was all a fantastic experience. And I've made, like you said, I've made friends for life there for sure. Um, it got some really good connections up there. So, uh, yeah, finished, finished at Cardiff Met then and, uh, and then signed for Halford West. You know, it's my, it's my local club. I was born in Halford West. You know, I'm only from Tenby, so... I've just bought in the, in the area, so it was a it was a no brainer for me to come back, and yeah, here we are. Fantastic. You mentioned Dave Racing early on there, Dylan. This uh, is surprising the impact he's had. I know Dave well from uh, from West Wales footballing circles. Yeah. Coached me many years ago. Um, it's surprising the impact him and a lot of the other coaches, Bernie Lewis and others. And often you hear of of players our age, I suppose, or, or certainly between. Uh, you know, the, the early 20s, early 30s sort of generation who've been impacted by people like that. And it's great to see, you know, um, their development opportunities at a young age coming through. So big shout out to Dave and, and the rest of those guys. Yeah. You mentioned the Cardiff Met. You did have a very successful period with them scoring, scoring in Europe, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that against? Remind us. Um, Progress Nidico on the team where they were from Luxembourg. Um, so we had the away leg first, so we had to go out to Luxembourg. Uh, Diffidange, I think we played in the end, but it was a beautiful place, really hot. Uh, we lost 1-0 away, we just parked the bus 
and they scored late on, I think. Um, and then we had to come out all guns blazing then in the, in the home tie at Letquith. Lamy scored really early on and we thought, oh, Jesus, here we go. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up scoring. I can't remember what minute it was. It scored a penalty. It was 2-0, so we were going through. <clears throat> and then they nicked an away goal then. Um, but the season after, the away goals got scrapped, didn't they? So that would have been gutted. So we would have gone to extra time and penalties if that was the case. So a bit unfortunate. But yeah, we we, we won in Europe, I guess. Um, yeah. Unlucky not to go through. I think I think Progress won another game. And then they played Rangers at Ibrox, Stephen Gerrard's Rangers. So could you imagine a, a bunch of us if we had to... <laughs> the, yeah, if we happened to win another game after beating them. Yeah, imagine imagine uh, the storylines of students playing against Stephen Gerrard. That'd have been amazing. And it's that seems to be the case a lot with the European games at the moment with Wales. They they're doing really well, and it's last minute equalisers or last minute winners for the opposition. It's almost yeah. so so near yet so far, but I'm I'm sure you know one season things are going to go well for a number of teams. I think standards are improving. I'm sure you've seen that over the last few years as well. Yeah, but, for sure. You also mentioned your international appearance then. So, Wales Sea Selection, what was that experience like? Um, I was actually called up late. I wasn't in the initial squad. Um, I think I think Kai, Kai Edwards pulled out. And then I had a late call up um, to go up to, I think we stayed in in Salford. Uh, we stayed in Salford up there. I got the call from Jonah and said, come on up. Um, you, we want you to, to join the squad. So, I, I drove up with... Um, Elliot and Adam Rosgrove in the car um, and then stayed there for a couple of days training down at, I think it was Bury, but Man, it was Man City's old training ground or something like that. Um, then we trained at Airbus and I ended up training training well. Um, I had a few a few bits of interest from the Football League at the time. Um, so I was, I was ending my, my Cardiff Met journey. I was going to try and step back into professional football if I could. Um, so Jonah said, oh, we're going we're gonna to start you. And I ended up playing the full game. Played played pretty well. Uh, we drew two two, um, and yeah, it was a great experience. You know, it's on, on, on to represent your country, um, and yeah, it was just, it was just a fantastic experience all around. We had a good good um, like mix of of youth and, and experience in the team. We have people like Venners yeah. that were like leading the line, and then <clears throat> younger people like myself, um, who else in there? Like Callum Roberts was in there. Um, yeah, it was it was just a great mix. You know, Alex Ramsey was in golf as well, so it was it was really great to just have a good mix. And there was no there's no clicks in the side at that time. I, if there was, I don't think there is anyway. But there was no clicks. Everyone got along with each other. It was, it was just a great experience all around. And then um, I got called up again the following season, and then COVID hit. I obviously which which put that to a halt. And then I was I missed out on the on the most recent one there. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. You you go weeks and weeks throughout the season, kicking lumps out of each other, and then yeah. you know it's a, it's potentially a tricky task for Jonah and and the the management staff there to to bring that sort of cohesive unit together in such a short space of time. Obviously, this year they they were really successful. I must say, uh, when they were up at Carnarvon, I think four nil beating yeah. the, the which which had football league. So again, it's it's really highlighting that the league has come on leaps and bounds. I think. Oh and yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Aspirations to have another crack potentially this season. Yeah, if if um if selected for sure, um it'd be great, great for for us as a club. I know Forsey went up there and he was, uh he he, he put his name in in good light. Um the people that I spoke to said he was said he was great. Um so yeah, if if, if selected, honestly it's an honour. I wouldn't turn it down. Um 
but like I said, any any anyone that gets in that squad um, should be fully deserving of it. So uh, if my performance if my performances um, say yes, then yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, obviously, you've you've highlighted your your academic background. Certainly, one of the the cleverest in the squad. <laughs> I will say, uh, you're on your UEFA licensing pathways. Yeah, you know, you've, I think I'm right in saying you've already got your B license. Yeah, uh, it might be. Uh... Studied Cardiff Met, secondary mm-hmm. school PE teacher in West Wales in Pembrokeshire. Yeah. So you, I would say, are you enjoying your summer holidays? Uh, you know, flip flopped up on North Beach in Tenby, but. <laughs> I know uh, you've been busy supporting local youngsters with their own football in development. Yeah, so uh, myself and, and Daniel Evans, the under-19s uh, head coach, we're, we're best of friends and uh, we wanted to set up uh, like a soccer school. So we, we went to Tenby and the, uh, Angie Nichols, who had run it for years, uh, we approached her and said, oh, could, could me and Dan take it on? And she was, she was happy with it. Um, went to the committee at Tenby and said, you know, can, we, can me and Dan take it on? And and then we agreed that uh, and yeah we started back in April, and we set up a soccer school during the summer holidays for children aged six to twelve uh, to come along and have a day of football. You know, improve their skills, character building, like I mentioned before, um, and it's just all around fun day really, trying for them to to learn uh, and play and socialise, but through football. Um, and it's been fantastic. We've had some great numbers. Um, and yeah, we, you can follow us on Facebook if you like. We've got a, a soccer school page, Tenby Soccer School on Facebook. Um, but yeah, it's been great. We've had such a good turnout recently. And obviously myself and Dan uh, are young. We, we haven't got kids yet. So uh, we've, we've got the time on our hands. And, you know, it's great to, to give back to Tenby because myself and Dan both went to Tenby Soccer Schools when Angie was coaching it as a kid. So it was, we thought it was only right to... To, to keep Tenby in the loop and give back to the club as, as best we can. Yeah. So anything anything that we can do and we give large donations back to the club every time um, to keep to keep that grassroots football going because I wouldn't be where I am today without without Tenby. So uh, we thought it was right to, to obviously keep them in the loop and, and keep keep supporting local grassroots football. Brilliant. Yeah, and obviously, uh, as you can see, for those of you watching the vodcast, you can see on screen here the QR code and the link directly to the Tenby Soccer Camps Facebook page. It's like you mentioned, the uh, giving back to Tenby. It's great to see them. I think they're back on the uh, the journey up towards the Pembrokeshire top divisions as well. It's um, yeah. it's great to see that they've they've come back from a, a turbulent few years. Excellent. Thank you for all of that. It's really great to, as as outlined in this project with the Bluebirds Nest, to learn more about the, the players, the staff, etc. So thank you again for your openness and honesty there. No Quick three questions now then. Um, so. <laughs> We're going to get to know you as, as a person, perhaps a bit more, but also some of the teammates. i got a couple of questions about some of your teammates. Okay. Uh, Favourite TV programme? I watched Stranger Things recently. I'm enjoying that. Okay. Favourite film? Wolf of Wall Street. Nice. Good choice. Favourite band? Um, Stereophonics. Nice. Favourite drink? I split this one with Rob last time. Uh, alcoholic drink and soft drink. Alcoholic. Um, Too many to choose from. <laughs> Anago Peroni. Yeah. And non-alcoholic espresso. I love. I love a coffee. Okay. Okay. Uh, your bucket list. What's next on your bucket list? That you want to tick off? 
well, I'm getting married next September, so that was definitely one. Um, and I want to go back to Dubai. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Is that the honeymoon destination? Uh, potentially. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. Early bird or night owl? Early bird for sure. Like an early night, do? Yeah, yeah. I'm in bed. <laughs> I'm in bed at nine o'clock if I'm not playing football. Oh, nice. Until you have kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could have answered this already. Favorite holiday destination? Yeah, Dubai for sure. Yeah, it's amazing. And I got family there too, so that helps. Okay. Uh, what other sports do you enjoy playing, watching, etc.? I love I love playing golf badly at the minute, but I do like playing golf. It's, it is good fun. Um, I like watching rugby as well. I, I do like watching rugby too. Okay. Uh, I could probably guess your favourite one. You have a favourite and least favourite school subject when you were in school. Ah, oh, favourite PE by far, obviously. Um, <laughs> least favourite chemistry I struggled with. Chemistry, I uh, didn't couldn't couldn't get to grips with that. <laughs> yeah, okay, now that uh, dead or alive, if you could pick anybody uh, across time, who would you sit down and have a one to one meal with? Ooh, my uh, my uncle Neil. I never met him, but uh, definitely, uh, yeah, my uncle Neil for sure. Nice touch. Nice. Nicknames? Any current or previous nicknames you're willing to share? Um, uh, I was called Dillpot at uh, Cardiff Met. God knows why. I think it was like an ex-player or something. I got called Dillpot. Um, but no, yeah, Dill. That's, that's pretty much it, I think. Fair Might enough. be some behind my back that I don't know about. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know of any 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 others. Okay. Um, frustrations. I mean, what winds you up? Pet hates contradictions I just I just if someone says something then yeah <laughs> and they go back on it it does wind me up a bit sometimes <laughs> fair enough now then on to the football ones now then uh way back when your first football kit and can you remember the name on the back of the shirt yeah I had uh the Man United it was white with like a thin red pinstripe through it and I had skulls on the back oh okay yeah the greatest ever player to play football Oh, Messi, without a doubt. Yeah, Messi, without a doubt. Yeah. Your own pre-match rituals? Are you uh, superstitious at all? Uh, I like. I always eat three hours before a game. Like I won't. I won't have a big meal throughout any closer than three hours. Yeah. And I always. I always put one side on first. If that makes sense. So I'll put my shin pad, tape, sock, and boot. On yep. one side first, and I'll do it same the other side then. But I couldn't do like shin pad, shin pad, sock, sock. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's surprising how many people are the same as that. I think. Mm. And of your fellow squad mates, who's the best trainer in the group? Ooh, um, other than myself, I think Risa Bruce. He's impressed me. I played with him before, but he's always on it. He's like a he's like a flea running and bouncing around the place. <laughs> he's. Uh, Reese has been really good since joining. Yeah. Uh, Yori Humphreys is a good trainer too. Um, there's, there's, there's quite a few of us, I think. Yeah. The training's been the training's been really great uh, of recent. So, yeah, I think there's there's quite a few because you can be in contention there. Yeah, I've had a good couple of conversations with Yori recently, uh, and he seems to fancy himself as the fastest centre half in the club. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I thought you over five k for sure, but <laughs> not in football terms, no way. I think that one day, I think there's a centre-half race. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, I believe you're in charge of the fines, or certainly on the committee this year. So, yeah. And I know you've put a couple of quid in yourself. 
uh, a little birdie told me. But who, by the end of the season, who's going to be the person who's paid up the most, do you think? Oh, Henry, without a doubt. Right. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I think he's been late twice already, so we'll, um, we'll have to nip that in the bud. <laughs> right. he, he works hard, though, fair play. So he, can't, he said he can't leave, um, can't leave work early enough, so we'll have to have a little discussion about that. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, obviously, experienced Welsh League campaigner across the, the divisions. Your favourite ground, not including, obviously, the Augie Bridge Meadow? Ooh, um, I like playing at Newtown. I always like playing away there. Um, I've had some good good battles over the years, mm. but the ball moves nicely on it. And, yeah, I, I do like playing at Newtown. Um, where else? Barry as well. I think Barry, Barry's got a good, good set up there. I do like playing away at Barry as well. That's um yeah, good battles there too. It's a challenge. It's interesting. That's that's two on a bounce new down. Latham Park have picked up now. Rob said the same thing for for travel reasons almost, because it's it's an away day, but it's it's doable up and back in the day from, from west. So yeah. And they're, they're top of the league at the moment, uh Newtown's ground. Okay. Yeah. Uh obviously been in the, at the club now just over twelve months. Uh what's your favorite moment since being at the club? Ooh, um, I'll come back away at Airbus early on last year was a great one. Mm. Um, we had a couple of good home victories against Newtown and Flint when they were flying. Um, yeah, just a couple of really good victories that we've had. Boys have dug in and showed character and that you need those, I think, like early on in a, in a new team. Because you know then you can you can use that as, as reference for when things maybe you'll go one down in a game and you can think, no, we, we've done it before. So, yeah, I think I think moments like that uh, definitely my favourite because it, it shows the character that we have in the squad. Yeah, definitely. I fondly remember the Airbus one in particular because it was a it was a tricky spell at that point, wasn't it? And, the, and obviously it was a Welsh Cup game. They were top of Cymru North, high yeah. score, high flying. Um, and it, we were quite depleted, if I remember. There was quite a number of youth team boys involved that day. The yeah. guard went off after about 10 or 15 minutes, backs against the walls. And like you say, that the word character that, that came out strongly from me uh, last year, certainly with the squad. Yeah. Great. Uh, final question on this now then. So, a dream team we're looking at now. Five players from your time at the club. Um, right. It doesn't have to be the the best five players. It can be for any reason. But who would you put in your dream team of half for West players? And Rob last week went for a goalie straight away. You're welcome not to have a goalie. You can play rush goalies if you like. Right. Um, yeah, I think we'll play rush. And we'll go... Do I include myself? Entirely up to you. It's your dream team. Right, yeah, I'll do it myself then. Me, um, I'll go Jamie Beal, I'll go Forsey, I'll go Sheps, and Jordan, I think. Myself, Feely, Ben, Jordan, Sheppy. Any reasons you're picking those? They can play football. I'll defend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're playing a one-four formation there. Mm. <laughs> like that, yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Thanks, Dale. Um, now then, on to uh, the, the particular segment that Dragon Bet are really keen to support us with here on the the Bluebirds Nest. It's where we do the predictions. Now, obviously, as a player or, or staff member at the club. Welsh FAW rules state that you obviously can't do your, your own predictions on the games for obvious reasons. So when a player or a staff member are going to be on the podcast, 
we've opened it up for the club membership scheme. Those that have signed up and delighted to announce D. Lutus is our first prediction guest this week. He's gone for Abus to lose 2-0 to Aberystwyth on Friday night in the first game coming up this week. Connor's key to take the three points away to Cardiff Met 2-1. TNS 3-0 away at Newtown. Flint to win 2-1 at Pontypridd. Bala 3-1 at Penabont. And for Havre West to take the three points at home to Carnarvon, 3-1. I bet you're dying to give your own verdict on those deals, but I can't ask you, for, like I said, for obvious reasons. You can see on screen, Rob and I have also added our scores to our predictions from last week. Look forward to checking in next week to see who's uh, going to be finishing top of the league so far. Finally then, Dales, from myself, um, <coughs> this season, on a personal level, what are you hoping to get out of, of the season coming? Uh well, I just play as many games as I can, um, keep my performances as high as I can. Um, and yeah, just try and help the team to get as high at the table as we can. Um, I think we've got real ambitions as a squad this year that we spoke about. Um, so yeah, just trying to achieve them and hit them one by one. And as a collective, just just, just try and go for it. Yeah, try and achieve them. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I just think play as many games as I can, as well as I can, and see where it takes us. Brilliant. Really appreciate you coming on, giving up your time uh, in your summer holidays. Carnarvon is our first fixture of the, the league season and it's a 2.30 kickoff this weekend at the Augie Bridge Meadow. Look forward to seeing everybody down at the ground for what hopefully is a really successful season at the Bridge Meadow. Dylan, thank you again and we'll see you next week. Cheers. No worries. 